it doesn't snow in Singapore. Well, I mean, if it's snowing in Singapore, that means we're going to be dying soon. Oh yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> what do you normally get when you're there? Uh, actually, I don't get gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I get gifts for myself because I deserve it. <laughs> it's been a rough year every year. I don't know whether this is controversial or not. I actually prefer giving money. Oh, why? As a gift. You're weird. Or vouchers. I mean, first Prata Crispy and then now this. Hey! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Ash. Isn't this the most wonderful time of the year? It's alright. Oh, don't be such a green. <laughs> green is not your colour. <laughs> anyway, hi everyone. Welcome to the Honeycombers podcast where we've got the latest scoop on the hottest happenings around Singapore. I'm Ash. And I'm Suf. We are lifestyle writers at the Honeycombers and your hosts for this podcast. In today's very festive Christmas episode, we'll be talking about everything Christmas. But before we go on, Suf, actually, mm-hmm. do you celebrate Christmas? Cannot cease haram. <laughs> <laughs> haram means illegal. Sorry. But I still bask in the festivities. So all the Christmas events, markets, even the gift giving, I love doing that. So in Singapore, the most major Christmas event is obviously Christmas Wonderland at oh, GBTV, course, right? Yeah. Gardens by the Bay. You get to meet Santa there and his elves. There are cool light displays. Carnival rides, games. So that's something to look forward to this year when you go to Christmas Wonderland. I feel like I can never get into the Christmas spirit because even though we have all these events, right? It doesn't snow in Singapore. Well, I mean, if it's snowing in Singapore, that means we're going to be dying soon. Oh yeah, I mean, true. (laughs) True. But the closest that we can get will be makeshift snow, artificial snow. Mm -hmm. And one event that everyone should go for is Changi Festive Village. I mean, everyone is going for to Changi Airport anyway, right? So why not just drop by? It's a cute, very colourful, candy-themed event. There are also carnival games, rides. And then of course, there's snow. So you know, you can go for like, make snowballs. Snowball at you. Cannot lah. This face is very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what about you? How do you celebrate Christmas? So personally, Mm -hmm. I actually prefer celebrating at home. Why? I don't like to fight with everyone who is going out because Mm. it's an excuse for everyone to spend time together, right? And usually people choose to go out, dine out of home. It's an excuse for you to have a big fancy dinner with your family, your friends. Mm. For me and for my family in general, we prefer doing it at home. So the first thing we do is decorate the house and it's a whole family affair because we will set up our Christmas tree. And I still remember the day that we bought that Christmas tree from when I was very young. Wait, Choto, real or fake? Christmas tree. So it is a fake tree, but the goal one day for my own home is to buy a real tree at least once in my life. Ooh, I because love I've it. been to a friend's place mm. where she buys real trees and it always smells amazing. Mm. So I think that will be the goal one of these days. But for now, I'm very happy with the fake tree that I have. Because as kids, me and my sister picked out all the decorations. Aww. And we got to choose everything that we wanted to decorate the tree with. Do you still do that uh, now? Uh, sometimes we're not at home when my dad sets up the tree. But that's fine because what we do as a family or what we do with my cousins and all is we will prepare Christmas dinners together because I come from a family that loves food and we bond over food a lot. Ooh. And my cousins love to cook. Mm. So what we'll do is we'll gather together and then we'll have recipes or we will make different dishes and then we'll come together to eat and all that which I 
much prefer. I, I prefer the home style of cooking mm. rather than dining out all the time. Especially okay. when it's a holiday that focuses so much on family. Mm, that's yeah. true, that's true. But the one thing I will leave my house for is a Christmas market. Oh, I love Christmas markets. Like, that's the only time of the year where I don't mind the crowds, you know. Even if they step on my shoe, I mean, it's fine. It's Christmas. <laughs> Wading through the crowds, looking at artisanal and quirky knickknacks, which make great Christmas gifts, by the way. One Christmas market that I am very much looking forward to is the Public Garden Christmas Market, which is at Suntec. It's free. And there are many independent brands. Mm. It's just fun going through all the different things that are on display and then deciding, oh, which one will make great gifts for my friends. What do you normally get when you're there? Uh, actually, I don't get gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I get what? gifts for myself because I deserve it. <laughs> it's been a rough year every year. <laughs> Treat yourself, everybody. Correct, yeah. Self-care. <laughs> If not, there's Mistletoe Alley at Christmas Wonderland. So besides all the fun stuff, if you're just going there to shop, there's an opportunity for that. I remember last year I, when I went there, they had a lot of expensive candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they smell really great. And uh, they're also from local brands, which we love. We want to support local as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So you can get that. And if not, there's always a lot of food. And you know, one of the foods that's always on display and you want to buy will be lot cakes, right? Yeah, actually, my family really loves to get different kinds of lock cakes. Mm. But we are very picky about how well made the lock cake can be or is because my cousins love to bake and my sister also loves to bake. But you know we're of the very Singaporean taste where it cannot be too sweet. Mm. Yeah, we actually care about the salt element. Mm. So it's very hard to find a lock cake that we all enjoy or that we can finish. Right. And I'm not going to lie, we end up giving away a lot of lock cakes sometimes. Oh, these are the lock cakes that you buy or you make make yourself, right? No, so we buy our own lock cakes, which, I mean, it's not always terrible because they end up being shared. And then sometimes we receive slices from other people as well. So it's not like we eat whole lock cakes. But there was one that I got recently from Swiss Bake and Zach Bakery. Ooh. And usually it will take us, so we got a whole lock cake. Yeah. And usually it will take us a couple of weeks even to finish it, right? We try and extend it as much as possible. If not, we give some away. Mm. But to my surprise, when I came home from work one day and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I want a slice of that lock cake after we had gotten it. And then you're just slicing it. Yeah, there was none left because it was maybe like three, four days after we had gotten that cake. Wow, that's fast. And it turned out my whole family loved it. And I think that's the first time we've finished a lock cake before the week was over. Mm. Which I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Tell me more about this lock cake, like whatever that you can remember. So it is a chocolate lock cake. And I know that everybody, I think some people can get a bit snobby about lock cake and think, oh, chocolate, that's just Mm. a very easy flavor. But it's a very good flavor and it's easy to achieve. Mm. The thing about this lock cake that my family loved is that there was a biscuit center. Oh. So there was a completely different texture going into it. And it was dark chocolate. So it was really good. And it refrigerated very well. Mm. So that was a big bonus. We could keep it. To be fair, I had already sliced up the lock cake. So it might have been because it was easy to eat. Mm. But it was it was great. It was quite a great eating experience. We all enjoyed it. It ended up being a cake that my whole family loved, which is very rare because usually one of us will have something to say about it. But going back to gifts, you know how you say you buy trinkets and stuff at Christmas markets for your friends for mm. Christmas, right? Actually, for me, and I don't know whether this is controversial or not, I actually prefer giving money 
Oh, why? As a gift. Yeah, weird. Or vouchers. I mean, first Prata Crispy and then now this. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay, hear me out, hear me out. I like to give gifts mm. that are useful okay. or have utility. And that's why I like to ask people, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Because then I can find out immediately from the source what do they want? What is it that they want to have in their home or, you know, to add to their collection of, I don't know, knickknacks or stuff like that. So, they just say, I want money and then you say, okay. Oh no, I mean, obviously my friends don't, or like, it's people a bit crass, don't ask right? you, yeah, yeah. Exactly. people don't immediately say, oh, I want money. Mm. Of course not. Mm. To me, I feel like money is useful. Mm. Especially if I'm not sure what to get you or what is going to improve your life or improve your holiday season, mm. for example. But I also feel like if I don't know what to get you, mm. and I wouldn't know you best because even if I was a really good friend or if I was like a, a daughter, like a wife or whatever, right? I still don't know you to the fullest extent mm. and what you might want to use the money with or what you might want for a present sometimes unless I really ask. Mm. Yeah. I think the worst thing to feel is I want to re-gift this gift. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Can you imagine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be... Can you imagine receiving a re-gifted gift at a secret centre situation? Don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it'll hold your tongue and it's like, I got this for you live yeah. through your teeth. <laughs> but you see what I mean by... Yeah. I just think... Sometimes it's just easier. I don't always do it. Mm. But I feel like if I can't figure out what to get for you, but you are still meaningful to me and I want you to enjoy the Christmas like the festivities and stuff like that, mm. buy something nice for yourself mm. on my behalf, mm. I suppose. Yeah. Do you have a minimum budget? Um, Not really. Usually I'll give like 50. If it's my siblings, I'll give more. Like someone close to me, I might give more, I might okay. give less. If it's someone that I know has been struggling for a while, I might give more. Yeah, mm. that kind of that kind of vibe. Like, it depends on closeness. It's like Chinese New Year or Hari Raya, but with a Christmas touch. Yeah, with a festive spirit. Speaking of money and gifts, you can also give back to society by giving them to charities and non-profit organizations because Christmas and then it's a time for giving and love. So if you plan to do that, there are plenty of places that you can go. One I would definitely recommend would be donating to our migrant worker community. They've done a lot for us, you know, all our buildings, train stations and whatnot. So the least that we can do is to give it back to them. Right? Yeah. Spread it to Christmas cheer to them. You know? Make them feel welcome. They live a transient life here. So mm -hmm. make the best of it for them. Yeah. So if you'd like to spread some Christmas cheer or need some help getting into the festive feels, you can always check out the array of articles that we have on our website that range from best lock cakes to Christmas dining and takeaway to gift guides and even festive events around the city. You can find a full list of this in the description. Alright, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're watching us on YouTube and want to get episodes early, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on a podcasting platform and want to know if the voices match the faces, find us on YouTube at Honeycombers. If you'd like to get us a Christmas gift this year, rate us five stars and spread the cheer by giving us a good review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. For those watching on YouTube, give us a like and share this episode with your friends. And if you're looking for more Christmassy things to do, make sure to visit thehoneycommons.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Don't be a stranger and remember to follow us on our socials. That's at Honeycombers on Instagram and at the Honeycombers on TikTok. We're also on Telegram and LinkedIn too, just by the way. 
Until next time, I'm Suf. And I'm Ash. Merry Christmas! I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>